Hi, I'm Dr. Ray Calabrese. Welcome to my podcast, Journey from Grief to Healing. Grieving is difficult. I know. I lost my best friend and wife after a long marriage. In this series of podcasts, you'll discover what you are experiencing physically and emotionally is normal. Healing is possible. Remember, love always wins. Life will get better. Grieving doesn't stop when you close your eyes and go to sleep. You grieve 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Nighttime, grieving takes the form of nightmares and dreams. There's nothing you can do to control them. They happen. And often the dreams you have do turn into nightmares. I awoke at 3 in the morning. A dream I was having turned into an emotional storm, arriving in the form of a nightmare buffeting me with gale force winds. My heart was racing. I knew sleep wouldn't come for a while. I got up. I went to the bathroom. I walked into the kitchen. I poured myself a glass of water and added lemon juice to it. I put it in the microwave for 40 seconds to warm it up. I drank it down. It didn't help. Nothing helped. It was as if my mind was acting independently and refusing any request I was making for it to stop. I returned to my king-size bed. It didn't matter where I moved. My storm moved with me. I tried deep breathing, visualizations, and counting everything from cups to cows to racing cars, speeding around an oval. I turned my pillow over. I turned it over again, always looking for the cold side. I tried sleeping on Babe's side. I rolled back to my side, and I realized the entire bed is my side. I laid on my back and opened my eyes and stared at the green dot on the ceiling from the fire detector. I heard the water softener turn on and off. I felt like I was taking two steps forward and three steps backward. I felt I wouldn't go back to sleep. My nightmare remained vivid in my memory. I remembered Em's words promising I'll weather the storm. I decided to call Em around seven. I hoped she'd have time to join me for coffee. I needed to talk more about my storm. Surely, I reasoned, there must be some way to stop them, or at least reduce their intensity. When I called Em, she quickly agreed to meet with me. I arrived at the coffee shop early. I brought a large coffee to my table. I no sooner sat when Em walked in through the doorway. I started to get up to get her a coffee. She waved me off. She stood in line behind two people. Three minutes later, Em came to the table with her coffee in hand. I rose to greet her. We hugged. She didn't let go. When we finished our embrace, she held on to my upper arms. She read my face, read my thoughts, and felt my emotions. Em sat and offered her first words. Talk to me, Ray. I told Em about my sleepless night, describing my dream and the intensity of my emotional storm. Em nodded and remained silent. I blurted out, I thought I was gaining control over my emotions, Em. I'm not. Do you know how to control the mind? Do you know how to chase uninvited emotional thoughts away and banish them with a wave of the hand? Don't wave me off or tell me it's impossible. Surely there are some strategies, anything I can do to stop them. Em took a sip of her coffee, set it down, then looked at me. I'm no magician, Ray. The greatest psychologist alive can't tell you how to prevent a thought or emotion from entering your mind. 
It happens. We can't control the thoughts that pop into our minds. We can control how we respond to them. For a moment, I want you to think of yourself enjoying a peaceful moment on your patio. Everything is all right in your world. Suddenly, the doorbell rings. You ignore it. It rings again. Your reverie is disrupted. You get up and walk to the door. It is a neighbor. She brought you a home-cooked meal. Do you invite her in for a moment, or do you take the meal, thank her, and send her away? I ask her to come in and offer a glass of iced tea. What's your point? M gently shook her head and smiled. Were you upset when the doorbell rang? Well, yes, I answered grudgingly. And how did you feel when you saw your neighbor and her home-cooked meal? I was grateful and thought it was only right to invite her in for a glass of iced tea and chat for a few minutes. Do you get it, Ray? You set aside your initial response. In the same way, you can set aside your initial response to the emotional storms. Now think about last night's storm. You did okay. You waited until the storm passed. You survived. You look good this morning. And I'll add, you look rested. What do people do when they hear the tornado sirens? They seek shelter and wait for the storm to pass. I'll add, I may look rested, but I'm tired. I'm dragging. Think about the tornado sirens, Ray. You do what you should do. You go to the storm shelter. You don't have an emotional storm shelter, but you stayed in bed. You didn't get up and start working. You waited for the storm to pass, and it eventually did. I call that all good. You did what normal people do. Will the emotional storms ever end? Tough love time, Ray. M gave me her I'm serious look, then continued. Suck it up, Ray. I still have them. Everyone in the club has emotional storms. Their frequency diminishes over time. Their intensity subsides over time. Every now and then you'll get a superstorm. It happens. It happens to everyone. Most people I know want the weather to be a constant 80 degrees and sunny during the day, cooler at night, and any rain that falls arrives while we're asleep, something like Camelot. Life doesn't happen that way in any part of the world. Storms happen, and they happen at unexpected times. I take another deep breath and I nod. I said, thanks for the wake-up call and shaking me out of my pity party, Em. Each person on the grieving journey faces two choices, Ray. There is the path toward mastering your emotions, or there is the path to avoid, deny, or try escapism from your emotions. If you choose the latter, it will slowly pull you away from the world of the living and reality. I wish I could make the choice for you. I can't. You'll have to make your own choice and make it yourself. You'll make the right decision, Ray. I'm not worried. I hope you enjoyed episode 30. Thanks for listening. In episode 31, I mark the 10-week period of my grieving. I journal about it. Hope you stop by, see the progress I've made and the distance I still have to go. Have a great day. Never quit, never give up. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to get notification of future episodes. You can also check out my blog, Looking on the Bright Side, at www. 
dancingalone530.com. It's all positive and uplifting. If you have any questions about my grieving experience or want to share your grieving experience with me, please email me at ray.breeze, B-R-E-S-E, at gmail.com. Have a great day. Stay strong and never quit. Never give up.